Welcome back to the Reality Serial Podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today, we're going to be talking to you about Survivor and the Challenge. Um, we have two episodes of Survivor to talk about and two episodes of the Challenge World Championship to talk about. I'm excited to talk about both of these shows because I'm really liking Survivor this season a lot. And the Challenge... I don't necessarily like the format and the cliffhangers that we've been getting, but I think that there is some stuff going on that we haven't seen in recent seasons, and I'm excited to talk about that too. But we're going to kick off here with talking about episode four of Survivor. So I agree with you. I actually kind of am liking the season of Survivor more than the last few, so... Well, I think one of the reasons why I'm liking it so much, honestly, is because of Caroline. I think so. <laughs> I was just going to say there is a star on this season, and without a doubt, it's Caroline. She has made this freaking season. I did not think it was going to be her the first episode. No, no. Or even close. But I mean, holy shit. I cannot remember the last time. Except maybe if someone's winning the immunity challenge after immunity challenge, that a show that, especially in the beginning, was so centered around one person. It makes me kind of scared for her, though, because I feel like the last time that we really saw somebody, like, really centered around, it was Shan. And, you know, like, she didn't make it that far. And so it makes me, like, worried for her. But at the same time, like, she's doing so well. She has this great social game. I'm just, I'm really liking her a lot. I'm liking her strategy. Uh I like that, you know, like this episode, episode four, it starts out with Caroline. She's putting um, an X out of the sticks on the cage. She's trying to throw people off. Um, she's making the fake idols. She's doing all of the things. And I just, I'm really impressed by her. Um, you know, we have Sarah who finds that fake idol. Uh, she doesn't know it's fake, obviously. And I just, I really think that um just the gameplay that we're seeing from her and not just the gameplay but also like the personality that that she's showing us it's not fake like some of the stuff that we've been seeing from reality stars recently it's like authentically weirdly uniquely wonderfully her yep so Perfect. I don't know if y'all remember this, but before the season, the very first episode, before they even did the introduction, like the Survivor theme song, it had a clip of her being like, do I go now? What should I say? Blah, blah, blah. Like being all like her quirky self. Do y'all remember that? No. And I was like, this is weird. Why did they show her doing that? Because I've never seen that. It was like someone she did not know what to say. And, like, looking back, it was so cute now that I know, like, what I know of her. Her personality, yeah. Her personality, yeah. So, we get into this, like, reward challenge for Survivor. And it's, like, the typical obstacle course, climb the ladder, cross the nets, launch sandbags at targets. Um, each person on the team must hit a target. Um, the winner gets a large tarp. The second place gets a smaller tarp. But the biggest thing that I thought was interesting about this this challenge is that 
the winning team gets to choose who from each tribe goes on the journey. Is this something that's new to Survivor? Because I don't think in the seasons that I've seen, I've ever seen something like that before where that's how they picked who goes on the journey. So I'm watching, as I've said before, this season with my mom. Mm -hmm. And so I asked her that because I didn't watch last season. I watched season four. And what I found out about my mom is she's on her phone the whole time she's watching it. So she does not know what the hell's going on, even though she watches the show. I'm like, mom, pay attention. Like, I came over here to watch it with you. She's like, oh, so she says no, but I don't trust her. So, Michelle, do you remember? I was going to say, I don't really remember. Sorry. I think that's such an interesting concept. And I kind of like um, that the winning team, like, it gives me kind of, kind of challenge vibes to be completely honest like the winning team gets to choose like who goes into a elimination or like you know type of thing <laughs> I know it's the journey it's different obviously but um I really like that aspect of the game I think that it kind of like steps it up a notch as far as competition wise goes um it gives you like more incentive to to win because you don't just get food or a tarp or fishing gear or something like that you're getting something um that contributes to really the merge which is the long-term game especially because this one was such high stakes you know um the people who went on the journey didn't go back to their tribes right is this the one where they switched yeah Yeah. yes and that is something i in the seasons i've watched i have not seen before yeah, and, no, I know. And yeah, and I really like that aspect of it too because you would think, you know, that they're like kind of the underdog coming in, but of course they're all given um an immunity idol, so that helps them to secure their safety um a little bit as far as like getting to know people that they might might not know. So Franny sat out this challenge and so did Kane. And I'm glad Kane sat out because I don't like that guy. He annoys me. I don't know if anyone likes him. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. He just doesn't do it for me. But the green team, Soka, ends up winning. Um, Ratu, the orange team, gets second. And Tika, the purple team, loses, which seems to be like a kind of a trend this season. Yeah. (laughs) Seems to be happening kind of a lot. Um, so Soka wins, and so they decide to put Josh on the journey, Carson on the journey, and Jamie on the journey. What do you think of these three picks? Um, because they don't really know the other two teams, just like what they see in the immunity and the reward challenges. I know. I'm I'm curious how they came up with these picks. I mean, and Josh, like, did they want Josh... To go on the journey did josh want to go on the journey like what you know um it seemed like jamie was like super stoked that she was picked um and carson what we what we have seen on on when he's been on tika we see on this journey and then we get to see later on when he switches teams that carson is like this like really strong social player so sending him on a journey i think is maybe wasn't a good idea for that team i i think you're really right carson's really surprising me with how good he is at almost everything 
Like Love I that kid. that you made the puzzles at home or whatever. So he's good at that, but like, he's really good at the social aspect too. And I didn't really expect that. Neither did I. I mean, he seems kind of nerdy, but in a way that like really blends in and he can relate to people. Different than Kane. Yeah, completely opposite. So on their journey, we're not shown much of the journey. We're just um, shown that they have, um, they separate and they have to pick a pack path um, and all get an immunity idol that expires at the merge. Um, and then we find out that they're not returning to their tribes like we already kind of touched on. They reach into a bag and they grab their new buff. So Josh returns to Tika and um, Carson goes to Ratu and Jamie is now part of the Soka tribe. So I think it's interesting how everybody kind of responds to all of these people coming back to the to their camps. Um, one thing that when they go, go when Josh gets to Tika, Sarah notices or Sarah heard him say at one of the previous challenges that like, oh, let me do this one because I'm good with my hands. So she asks him if he's a shirt surgeon and he he lies about it and says that he's not. And everybody kind of calls him out on his lie. They don't think that he's telling the truth. And this kind of, kind of seems to be like um, a common theme with Josh. He keeps lying and nobody believes him. He's not a very convincing liar. It was a stupid thing to lie about. I don't know why he did that. I think he just like doesn't want people to think he's smart. But... but I didn't get it because the other tribe knows he's a surgeon, right? I don't know. Because if they, if the reason was they said he was steady with his hands or whatever, and they heard that comment, I don't know why he, I just didn't understand why he lied. Like, it's one thing to lie from the get-go if no one suspects you of something, but they already kind of knew. So why are you lying? You could have just said, yeah, I am. Or, yeah, I don't know. I agree. I totally agree. Or like made something else up. Like, I don't know. His, he just, he keeps getting himself into these positions where it's just not super believable. No one's going to trust him going forward. And I think the same with Jamie, honestly. Um, we even see, you know, like Danny goes through her bag to see if she has an idol. But he doesn't think she has an idol. But doesn't she have two idols, one real and one fake? She just doesn't know one's fake. Yeah, yeah. the fake one was the one that Matthew hid. Well, we'll get there. Because Matthew had found the idol that went back into circulation. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think like so far, the only person out of these three people who's in a really good position is Carson. Yeah. You're right. So then we get to the immunity challenge and it's just another obstacle course type thing. And I'm sick of we get some new challenges can we get some new ideas it's the same thing every week i don't i become like your mom and just tune out and go on my phone because i can't i don't even know what happened because they're all the same to me nothing's different to me i know it's like whenever the challenge comes out it's like okay like this is the time that i get to relax and not take as many notes <laughs> exactly it's the same the thing all of you to know is you win I, the only reason i'm so intrigued is because i like to see who kind of screws it up for them. <laughs> 
Yeah. So that's why. Well, one thing that I find really interesting about these are the people that sit out and the people who sit out repetitively. So this time we have Jamie and Matthew sitting out. And I think this is a terrible idea on Jamie's part because she's new to the team. I don't know why she would agree to that. I don't know if she's just like being agreeable to be agreeable. But I think that that was not a smart move on her part at all. Right. The same thing happens on this challenge that we see at essentially every challenge. And Soka, the green team, wins. Ratu, orange team, gets second. And Tika is sent to tribal. So Josh ends up showing Caroline his immunity idol and the card that he got um, from the journey. And he offers to play it for her. So at this point, Caroline is in the best position on the Tika tribe because she has Josh wanting to team up with her. She's pretty close with Jam Jam. And she has an immunity idol for herself. She has Josh wanting to play an immunity idol for her. And so really, like, the ball is in her court as far as how she wants to go about playing this tribal council. And I think she right, made the right decision with what she did. I do, too. I was really happy with it. Yeah. So she ends up teaming up with Josh. And um, Josh, she tells Josh kind of what's going on. He plays the immunity idol on himself. And um, even though Jam Jam votes for Josh, he plays his immunity idol, so it doesn't count. And both Josh and Caroline vote for Sarah, and Sarah is voted out. Now, I don't think that this was a smart move, especially considering, like, what happened at Tribal, how um, Jam Jam kind of, like, had some jabs at Caroline, seemed like maybe, like, they weren't on the same page, like, they had been the majority of the season, and um, I think that the smartest move would have been to keep Sarah and get him out. I think they did it because, and this is totally... I'm guessing here because I don't know if they thought a merge was coming the next week, but I think as competitor wise and stuff, they thought Sarah was stronger. So I could be wrong. Well, I think that they thought that, um, that Jam Jam was stronger as far as like team challenges go. Which didn't make sense to me because... Well, he did off... Well... I know he didn't do well in this, like, last challenge, but um, in previous challenges, it seems like he's done, like, I don't know, okay, but I just... I don't know, but he... The balance, was this the balance beam one, or was that the next yeah. episode? Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, he almost... I mean, he did lose it for him. Yeah, Pretty no, perfect. I completely agree. I agree with that, but he keeps talking about also, like, how he's such a strong player and, like, I'm going to be kept around because, like, I'm seen as a strong player. And I think that, like, even maybe him just, like, saying that repeatedly, like, gets in their heads and they start to believe, like, oh, yeah, like, he's a strong player. We need to keep him around. Or it could be that, I mean, I don't know when this fall. I mean, last week they were, or whatever. I'm so confused now that we have two. Um, The week before the one that we're talking about, I mean, they were like best friends all season. So maybe they just had a little falling out and Carolyn thought like she could 
like bring him back. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I thought. She thought she w- had a better chance of working with him in the future. That's kind of what I thought. But I with think- all that said, that tribal council was freaking hilarious. Yeah. Well, really, Carolyn made it hilarious, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, she makes everything great, so. Oh, and I'm sorry, Jamie, or Sarah, I get them mixed up because they're both annoying. Um, Sarah talking about, like, how she feels so dumb being voted out with an immunity idol. I'm like, you're going to feel dumb when you see this because it wasn't even a real immunity idol. Right? I know. Oh, oh my god that that made me cringe for her so badly I felt mm-hmm. so- <laughs> well I gave my MVP to Caroline this episode I mean this was her episode she was the star from start to finish to tribal to everything um so I just yeah I gave her my MVP who did you guys give your MVPs to I agree I was right there with- yeah so here's where I think that we are a little different. So I give my LVP to Jam Jam because of the way that he like handled himself in the tribal, not being on the right side of the boat, being um kind of hostile towards Caroline, not really realizing like the role that she's clearly playing in this game. Um, I gave my LVP to Jam Jam. That's a good one. I I didn't I wasn't when I was thinking of my options, he did not come to mind. So that's a good one. What about you two? I think it's like, I want to give it to Sarah, but I didn't. I think with the whole switching of the tribes, Jamie got in a really bad position. Um, and she got to that camp. They searched her bags. She's kind of on the bottom there. And I think she kind of, whatever good standing she was in where she was at, she kind of lost that. I think you just want to give your LVP to Jamie. I don't like her, so I think you're right. <laughs> I do not like her either, man. Yes, you can get. Oh, she, she did like, a kind of bad thing. Okay, LVP. She's the exact polar opposite of a character than Carolyn, right? Yeah. Like they're both. They have the, neither one at first seemed likable, but Carolyn's becomes so likable and lovable, and Jamie just gets more annoying. Yeah, I can see that you too. Know, Christina, earlier you said Jamie was so excited that she was picked to go on the journey. And I like I stopped myself from saying she's so excited about every little thing. She was so excited to eat a worm. Like everything to her is so exciting. And that's why she annoys me. Did you see? I don't know if you saw like her Twitter. I think it was today. No. Maybe it was yesterday. But um, um, she it's her birthday, I guess. And she like posted a meme of herself like super excited. And she's like, it's my birthday. And I, yeah, I, I, I'm totally getting those vibes right now. Like thinking about that tweet. Oh God. Super excited. There's not many people on these shows. Like I think about, but if I think about like, if I know, if I met her in real life, I would not like her in real life. I think that's what's bugging me. Yeah, I can see that. What about you, Abby? Who was your LVP? Mine was Sarah. Yeah, that's a good word. I mean, she was blindsided and then, bless her heart, thinking she had an idol, you know. So first of all, she didn't play an idol, and then she was blindsided, and third, it wasn't wasn't even a real idol, so. 
I don't know. It was just bad gameplay by her not being aware. I mean, completely, too confident. completely wrong about everything. Except for the fact that she knew she was on the bottom. Right. So, coming out of episode four, we get into episode five. And um, we start with Jam Jam. And he's really glad that he's safe. But he's pretty upset that he didn't know how the vote was going to go. And we also see that Josh doesn't trust him at all because he voted for him. Which makes sense. So we have these three people on this team. So it's like super cutthroat because all the other teams are way bigger than this at this point. Yep. We have a little bit of maybe foreshadowing here with Matthew talking about his dislocated shoulder. And um, one thing that I also like really like to see is we get this like glimpse of Carson and he seems to be developing really good relationships with his new orange team which is so exciting for me because he's in great with tika um purple team loved him we're super sad to see him go and now he's part of ratu this orange team and they seem to be like really embracing him too and he's making these really strong relationships here so i have really high hopes for carson i think he's doing awesome and i'm just like really really impressed by him I, yeah, I think he's in a great position. I think he's in a good position to win. I don't think anyone is, like, targeting him. I don't know. I think he's in a great position. I totally agree. And then we come to Josh. And this is something that, kind of like the surgeon thing, he just is still lying. And he doesn't realize yet that his lies are just, he's not a good liar. And nobody's he's not his face, you could see it all over his face when he was talking about the idol. You could just see. This man is not telling the truth. He is not yeah. a good liar. So he makes this fake idol, and he tells Jam Jam that um, he got the idol from the birdcage. And nobody, like we said, like nobody believes him. This comes up again later, too, after um, this episode's journey. But so far, it's just like, complete like i don't know like bs and everybody is everybody's smelling it out everybody knows but one thing that i did really like about this episode is the conversation that jam jam and josh talk about about them coming out i just i really appreciate with survivor that they give us these like real moments where people are able to um talk about these real life things that so many different people can relate to and resonate with um you know like jam jam saying that like he didn't come out he didn't have his first boyfriend until like his husband they got married a year later josh talking about how he didn't want to come out in high school because kids are mean and him not coming out until he moved away he was a sophomore in college um you know i know i've talked about before like i'm just like a really big advocate for like the LGBT community. So when I see stuff like this, um, it just like really hits me. Like, I'm so glad that they're having these conversations and they're not only having these conversations, but they're showing us these conversations. Yep. 
I agree. So we don't really have a reward challenge this episode. We just have an immunity challenge, which I think is good because a lot happened this episode, even without having the two different challenges. So again, it's like this obstacle course. This one is like a little bit different than other ones because this time they're all tied together and it ends with this table maze. And um, again, the winning team gets this huge amount of power and they get to decide which three players go on this week's journey. And then the last team goes to tribal. So Matthew and Lauren sit out for the orange team. And this is two weeks in a row that Matthew has sat, sat out. Jamie and Franny sit out for the green team. And this is also two weeks in a row that Jamie and Franny have sat out too. So I know we talked about early on this season. Um, gosh, I'm trying to remember who it was. Was it Helen who sat out three three in a row? I thought it was Claire. Oh, oh no, Claire. no, you're right. It was Claire. Yep. Yep. So sat out. So these people are sitting out three or two in a row. And I so because they both didn't lose last time. They were like, we have a good thing going with the people that are playing. Well, I think for Matthew, it's because he's hurt. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Which still doesn't bode well because that means he's a weak link. Which, I mean, I guess, like, keep carrying him on because you can potentially beat him in a challenge later. But also, like, you're giving him time to heal, so kind of a, a little bit of a catch-22 there, if you ask me. Yeah. We have a little bit different outcome this time. Our orange team, Ratu, wins. Soka, the green team, gets second. But as in kind of typical fashion, Tika, the purple team, gets last. And so Ratu gets to decide oh. who they send on their journey. They decide to send Brandon, Danny, and Caroline, Carolyn, on um, the journey. Jeff tells Matthew that medical needs to look at his injury. And um, then we get to this journey. Who wants to talk about the journey? I will. Because I, I thought this was like. I, I don't know how you guys felt about this journey, but I really related to this and what Carolyn went through during this journey. Um, okay. So instead of having like the paths like they usually do and, you know, maybe you get an advantage. This one, there was no advantage. They didn't have to do the like risk your vote. There was no really immunity idols. It was just like they had a nice setup with them with lunch. It looked like they had wraps and some other snacks and food. Um and immediately I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what are they going to tell the people when they go back? Because no one's going to believe it. Like, that's what I was thinking right away. I was like, no one's going to believe that this is what happened. Um, so during this um, journey, Danny and Brandon, like, really click and really connect. And they start talking and it's almost like Carolyn isn't even there. It's like they're talking to each other. 
And they're like, this is what we're going to do in the future. They're making plans for working together. And at a certain point, Carolyn kind of spoke up and was like, you mean me too, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you too. Okay, but Josh too. And like, they have this plan that they're going to come together with Josh. And that's, they want the strong guys. And they're going to move forward like that. And Caroline, Carolyn was kind of just left out. And it's funny because she was like, even kind of mentioning it to them. And it just didn't sink in with them. And I just found that so relatable to being like, sometimes I'm in meetings with all men and it's like they're all talking to each other and it's like hello i'm here i exist i have input so i find it very relatable <laughs> well and also like they clearly don't know what a strategic strong player she is like very very under underestimated but also like the josh thing was kind of weird because obviously they're going to tribal there's only three people on the team so are they like automatically thinking like Caroline isn't going far. Is she getting voted out? Or are they trying to put a target on Josh's back? Yeah, it was kind of, I to me, I thought they kind of, kind of had written her off a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they were putting a target on Josh's back. I think they were idiots. I mean, they definitely did Personally. target on Josh's back. Yeah, I, I don't think it was on purpose. I think that they were typical, being typical men. And I don't think there's one woman out there who hasn't been sitting in Carolyn's position and felt that way. So I am so glad that that was highlighted the way it was. I was going to say her confessional scenes or whatever were just amazing. It, really great. Yeah. But, yeah. Agree. And I could see Danny doing that. I was really disappointed in Brandon. And like talking about how like oh, they're strong players and they have to stick together because People like us don't make it to the end. And it's just like, what show are you watching? Yeah, they were writing off a middle-aged woman and really disrespecting her, to be oh honest. She's like 35, so Abby. Huh? She's like 35. <laughs> She's 35? Oh, my God. I think she's actually 36 because I looked her up and I'm only a few months older than her. <laughs> yeah, Shut Michelle's up. over there like, don't call me middle age. I thought she was older than me. I just got triggered. <laughs> well, I mean, I call myself middle aged because I am. I'm 42. Like, but I thought she I don't was think older than me. are middle aged anymore, honestly. Um, oh my just, God. Like, as a, just like as a fact, like, People are living longer these days, and by the time, like, we get to being the age of, like, where people are starting to die, I think it's going to be, like, very, very normal for people, um, all of our ages, to be living, like, into their hundreds, like, 100, 120, I think is going to be, like, pretty normal by the time we get up there. So, I really think that, like, you know, people say, like, 30 is the new 20 or whatever. I really think that that's true, and I don't, I don't think that... I don't think you are a middle-aged, Abby. I don't think you're quite well, there yet. You know what? I need to hear that because, especially as Michelle knows, 2020 to now has been a rough couple of years because everyone around me has been dropping like flies and loved ones, losing loved ones. It's been a very eye-opening three years. So I'm just like... I mean, I think, like, obviously, you know, like, people die young. Like, people even younger than us die you know it's like you know that happens and that that will not stop happening but I think like as far as like average life expectancy goes um by the time we're that age 
I, I really don't think, um, I think, I think we're the average person in their thirties and forties right now is going to live to be a hundred. Well, okay. <laughs> we go back to this though, because like, do y'all think she looks that young? Well, no, but she, I mean, she's like, I'm pretty sure she used to, to do drugs. I, I think that she's like, if they're a, a rehab person now who has previous addiction issues is it's my understanding well, and that most people Patty, who are who are drug addiction counselors have been a drug addict at one point yeah. and mm-hmm. same with alcohol so I did I did wonder that I'm just I feel so bad because I'm like I really thought she was you know like upper 40s early 50s well that's why I looked her up because I'm like oh I wonder how old she is because I couldn't tell and then I was like rocked to the core when she was younger than me Okay, so it wasn't just me because I like feel I'm like oh. okay, not at all. Okay, so getting back on track just a little bit here. So when they get back to camp, Caroline tells them about this total bro sesh. Yep, and how they included Josh in it, and Josh is like, "What the f?" Basically. And mm-hmm. he doesn't understand why he was included in it because he hasn't talked to them about this alliance at all, which totally makes sense. But as we saw, they definitely did say Josh's name. And so um, it's just like a matter of what is what is going on now moving forward. So Josh is like, well, I'm going to be, I'm safe no matter what, because I have this immunity idol. And he shows both Jam Jam and Caroline this fake idol and the note that he already showed Caroline the week before. That was so stupid. Oh, so dumb. So like, clearly they don't believe him. I mean, they even know where the beads are from. They've seen these beads before. And so it's just like, so not believable um yeah josh is just such a bad liar i mean i've said that all so much this episode but it's just it's so true it's it's couldn't it's so true it's just so true but then we see josh open up again so this was like a really i feel like josh heavy episode so it makes me yeah. feel like either he's him a loser at it what i thought they were giving him the losers at it yeah, it makes me either think that he's going home soon or he's going far. Yeah. One of the two. Because um, not only did we see him come out earlier, talk about coming out earlier, but um, he talks about having to overcome, like, all these obstacles in his life, how he wasn't supposed to live past the age of five. At the age of nine, he had a kidney transplant. When he was 25, he had cancer of the stomach. And he's overcome all these things. And it makes you, I think that they, like, want us to like Josh. But the problem is, we all like Caroline. Yeah. Yeah, see, I loved Josh last episode. In this episode, he was pissing me off. (laughs) And it's all because we like Caroline, you know? Yep. Yeah. So our energy shifts, you know, with her relationships. Because of the way that he was moving. Um... It'll be really interesting next week. We see in the preview to next week that that the merge is coming. Um, we finally get to see that next week. So I can't wait to see how some of these people interact with each other. 
Um, Jeff comes to Tika and he tells them that Matthew left the game on his own accord because um, he needed to get his, his shoulder looked at. And as a result, there will not be any tribal council. And I think that like production really wanted this to happen. Maybe they maybe push Matthew a little bit. Um, I don't know, but I think that they really wanted all three of these people to make it to the merge because then we're going to get to see how Caroline and Josh move going forward. We're going to see how Josh, Danny, Brandon move going forward. We're going to get to see Caroline and Jam Jam, how they move going forward. We're going to get to see Carson, how he fits in with everybody after playing this like really strong strategic game this episode. Um yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this merge. I'm I'm glad that it's coming next week. I can't wait to talk about it. I know, I'm excited too. So with there being no tribal council, who was your MVP? Wait, I have a question. Sure. I do not remember them just not having a tribal council before because yeah, they no, they totally vote someone just, off. Yeah, no, they totally just want all three of these people to make it to the merge for okay, sure. Okay, that was something else me and my mom just I go, they I don't think they've ever done this. She goes, Oh, they do it all the time. I mean, no, they don't. <laughs> I was like, when someone gets hurt, two people have already left this season, or at least one. I was like, they still had a tribal council. Yeah, no, they right? just wanted all these people to make it for sure. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to check on that to see if that's happened. So there's some seasons I've I've missed, so I okay. I really think it was it was a production move for sure. And I think it was a smart move because that was it's what's makes gonna make good TV at the end of the day. Oh yeah, the past two episodes have been all about these three people. So mm-hmm. Yeah, and so now that since they've dwindled to three, like how are they gonna how are they gonna stick together? How are they gonna move? Is is Carson going to be part of this? Um, is he going to get back with Jam Jam and Caroline? Is he going to be close with the Ratu people? Is Caroline going to find new company? Is she going to break away from them? Is Josh going to be part of this bro alliance? Like, there's there's so much um, going on with, with this very small tribe. And it'll be really interesting to see how they infiltrate once they're all separate. I'm really I think next week's gonna tell us a lot I'm excited I guess it's this week now is gonna tell us a lot yeah I'm excited for it too so who was your MVP and your LVP I had Caroline and as my MVP and I had Josh as my LVP because I think Josh got saved by Matthew going home he was out of there yeah in my opinion I agree I, I gave Matthew my LVP um, because he left on his own accord. He Medical didn't make him leave. Also, his injury was, like, very self-inflicted. If he wouldn't have been climbing that stupid rock, it would have never happened. Um, so I gave Matthew my LVP, but I can totally see the Josh argument for sure. But then I went a di- little different route here, and I gave Carson my MVP because of how well he blended in. Um yeah, I just and and also competing in that challenge, winning that challenge, 
Um, I just, I, 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 I know he wasn't like main character this episode, but no, but that's a really good choice. I thought he he did really well. Yeah, that's a really good choice. Who was your MVP and your LVP, Abby? Okay, my LVP was Matthew because I mean he did it to himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my MVP, I just wanted to give it to like the whole Tika tribe because, I mean. They all got lucky, but I'm giving it to Carolyn because she's my favorite. I mean, if you want to give it to more than one person, you can. I just don't know really how I think Josh would have gone, but I would it would have been really interesting to see that tribal and what would it, what how everything would have gone down. Yeah, I agree. But I'm glad that it didn't happen because I think it will be more exciting to see it play out in the merge next week. And Carolyn still has her idol. So yeah. that makes me happy. I was, I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if she's going to use it just to be safe. And then it flushes out. So Well, and now, like, Carson and Jamie both had idols, but they um, aren't good after they hit the merge. So their idols are no more. The only person that really has this idol, you know, like, Matthew's gone. He had an idol, but he's no more as well. So Caroline has an idol, and I think she's the only one. Danny has one. Danny has an idol too. You're right. I, th- I think it's just those two. Which is crazy considering how many idols have been in play this season. Okay, so do you have any final thoughts on Survivor before we move on to the Challenge World Championship? Nope. No. Okay, so we get to episode four of the Challenge World Championship. And this is a big Wes-centered episode. So it starts with, like, Wes talking to everyone about um, his businesses and how good he is. Wes um, has this, like, you know, ego, thinking he's the best at everything. And he's, like, talking to, like, these new people. He's talking in his confessionals about how they look up to him. And then really we see, like, them turn around and they're like, Kind of like, yeah, F this guy. Like, what? Uh, Troy and Grant, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Especially Grant. Yeah. Grant's hilarious. I like Grant better on this than I did on Australia, the Challenge Australia. I kind of like Grant now. Okay. I kind of do too. But like, also, I don't like how Grant and Emily are like, oh, I don't either. Like, they're like so superior. And I don't like, like- it's like Kiki and Troy aren't the winners. Like they were the winners. It's like out of here. They're holding a grudge. You can see they're holding a grunge against. Like I don't think they like that. Especially Kiki beat them. I think they're like no. Emily really- is so fucking bitter. Jill- I love her. She doesn't she look on her. Yeah. Um, one thing that was really important, I thought, about this episode was Naya opening up about her vaping journey and what vaping did to her. Yes. I didn't even, like, think, like, thank God she's okay. I'm really glad they showed that, though, because I didn't even really know the things that happened to her could be consequences of vaping. Not that I vape or anything, but I didn't know those could be consequences of vaping. Yeah, so, um... If you are really interested in finding out a little bit more about her vaping journey, she does like um she has like a half an hour Instagram post video 
on her Instagram where she like talks all about everything like in detail what happened to her. So okay. if you are are really interested in finding out more about um Naya's journey more than like the two minutes that they showed us, then like definitely go check out her Instagram because I'm sure that she probably has it saved as a highlight or something. I'm not sure, but I know it's there somewhere. Um, and she like opens up about it for like a half an hour, just talking about everything that she went through. Wow. I'd rather her come on our podcast and tell us. I mean, I would love that too. Naya, I DM'd you if you're listening. Just kidding. I know she's not listening, but. Um, yeah, I know. I've DM'd her too. And, um, she, when she, um, when I met her in Kansas city over the summer, she like put my business card in her bra and she's like, I'm going to put it there. So I remember that it's you when you DM me, but she like, hasn't even opened any of my DMS. I go straight to her request. So she hasn't even seen anything. So maybe someday she'll look at her requests and, and get back to us. Cause I think she would, if she like saw it, I just think that I do too. She totally seems like one of someone who would. Yeah, I just think that she um, doesn't check her request folder. And I don't think a lot of them do. Yeah, I can't blame them. They probably get wild stuff in there. Mm -hmm. You know who does is Amanda and Ashley do. Um, yeah, but Amanda doesn't do podcasts. She barely even did bananas. I, so, I didn't ask Amanda. I just, I just asked Ashley, but like they've responded to me before with stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I so they do see it, but yeah, I didn't ask Amanda because I just. Um, but on a Amanda note, I saw that she was at the airport the other day and I saw that her and her son are at Lindsay's house, which is who took care of her son when she was at Spies, Lies and Allies. And Challenge USA is supposed to be leaving next week. So I think that has, it, has Gamer put out the cast of that? On Challenge USA. What? Has Gamer put out the cast of that? No, they're not doing any speculation um, for Challenge USA. Um, they are just doing when the cast departs. She said that okay. if they leave on time, they're supposed to leave next Friday. But um, the last couple seasons, there have been delays. So it might not even happen then. But okay, Do you know why PR and Gamer made that decision? Um, because they're not interested in Challenge USA, is what Gamer said. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I don't know, but that's what Gamer bought. Gamer. Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, at least they're going to give us the cast when it actually comes out. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to say, do you guys see the fake cast that Gamer made? That had Amanda yeah. and Ashley. <laughs> I had a lot of people on there, though, that was like, there's no way. I also had Janelle on there. I well, listen, I sub oh, I have some info. I subscribed. Janelle tweeted. She's like, I'm opening up subscri subscriptions on my Twitter. And I don't subscribe to anyone's shit. Like, I'm not really into that. But I love Janelle so much. And I've loved her for so long. I'm like, I'm subscribing to her tweets. I got to get all her tweets. So she doesn't really use it that much. So I may have to unsubscribe if she doesn't use it. But one of the first things she said that on the subscription side before she tweeted it out publicly was that she's not doing Challenge USA. And she said that 
Um, there was a money issue. I think they came to her with one amount of money. And then when she got the paperwork, it was not the amount of money that they originally came to her with. And then she said the other reason why she got turned off to them was that they wouldn't even consider Kaser. So I was like, okay. Interesting. Well, I'm glad you subscribed. It's a little they bit. They should have been on Ride or Dies. I know. That would have been They're like a little bit over the age of really they're gonna be great on any of these shows but please let's just get them on some like traders even please something amazing race i am shocked that they have not been contacted for anything else mm -hmm. with the way america loves them janelle did amazing race but she was with britney yeah and that was before all stars correct yeah that was oh okay okay so moving on to the world championship a little bit here um after like in the in the intro when we're going through everybody and we're kind of this this season has like a lot a lot of gameplay that they're showing us so one of the next things of gameplay that we see is Danny and Grant and they form this like USA Australia alliance and they want to plot to get um Jordan and Wes out of the game um and i think that that's a really smart move and i've seen like a lot of people on twitter like oh like jordan and west like nobody's giving bananas his props he's a seven-time champ why isn't he included in this and i think the answer is obvious and i don't see why people don't see it and that's because bananas is partnered with justine who is very much so team danny exactly well, danny even even tweeted i'm close and good friends with justine like, yeah, so, yes, Bananas is a threat, but they're not taking him out, especially not yet, because they're protecting Justine. Somebody else can take them out later, as far as, like, they're concerned. You know what I mean? I feel like on another planet, when I'm reading the way people are reacting to Danny and Grant, people are, like, so mad about this. They're like, it's too early to make such a big move. It's what the are they world championship. I, this isn't how they play the game. This is why they're not legends because they don't know how to play the game. I'm like, am I on another planet? Because I could not disagree with that response more. I agree. Totally agree. It's the world championship. Every single legend there is a legend for a reason. The only, like, as far as I'm concerned, and I'm sorry, two people that aren't supposed to be there, quote unquote, really, there's four are Nelson, Naya, yeah. um, Kellyanne, and yep. Theo. And that's because they're not champions. Yep. So everybody else is on pretty much the same caliber, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. So we get into this daily challenge, Gates of Hell. Do one of you want to talk about this daily? I kind of loved it. Did you guys like it? I thought it was really interesting. It was fun. Um, I, I, after reading people's responses to it, it sounds like the rules were a little janky, but what we saw was okay. So they're like in this big warehouse um, and there's a big gate in front of them and there's a hallway between this gate and a gate on the other side and everyone's behind the gate and they have to run and fight each other off to get under the gate on the other side before it closes. Um, 
So they have to kind of race back and forth. And it was really interesting to me because people were fighting and like trying to beat each other to get under the gate first. Um, and and I just, I, I, I kind of like, I, I was upset when I saw people on Twitter. Like, I think Danny kind of said like the rules didn't make sense. People kind of said the rules were not clear or didn't really make sense to them in the sense of like, West wasn't completely under the gate at the end at one point. And then I don't know. It was just, it was just it's it seemed like as we see time and time again on the show that sometimes the rules weren't necessarily clear or mm-hmm. followed. Um, but it, it was really interesting. Um so Christina, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm gonna go off your notes a little bit. Round one, everyone made it through. Yep. Okay. See, I didn't remember that. Okay. So round one, everyone made it through. Then round two, Jody and Rodrigo, Amber and Troy, Janae and Grant, Yes and Emily, Darrell and Kiki, Wes and Zara, Jordan and Kaz, Tristan and Kellyanne, Bananas and Justine, Casey and Ben, Theo and Sarah, and Tori and Danny made it through. Then it gets... What? So I should have just put the people who didn't make it. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Naya didn't make it, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, th- so then it gets it keeps getting more difficult, right? As each round goes. So round three, it's just Jody and Benha, um, Wes and Zara, Tori and Danny. They're all safe. Then in round four, Jody's head is like stuck. Did you guys see that? Her head under the gate. Mm-mm, I don't remember it anyway. Oh my god! I was like, I couldn't believe she went under. Like, and her her neck was kind of under it. I, I, it was, I kind of made me like Jody. I'm like, wow, she's kind of a badass for even trying to do that. Um, then we kind of end up from a Jody hater. I, I like her now. I, I've, I've turned a page on Jody. I don't know. Uh, and then, then it gets really good because now we're down to Tori and Danny and Wes and Zara, and it's intense. Tori and Zara are kind of like fighting each other a little bit. Um, Zara like flips off, double flips off Tori at one point. Yeah. Puts uh, Danny in a headlock. It, I mean, it was, it was really intense. And I was very impressed by her to feel the confidence to do the things she was doing and kind of fight fight the way she was fighting. I was very impressed by her. I think Wes was very impressed by her. Mm-hmm. Um, and the final round, we see like Danny kind of, I don't, I think, I think she may be the one who won it for them because we see Danny kind of like tackle and hold her back and that let Wes run ahead. And he's the only one who makes it under the gate in the last round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have Wes and Zara winning that daily challenge and Naya and Rodrigo get last place. And so they're being sent um, directly into elimination. So the Australia USA Alliance really wants Jordan and Kaz or Tristan and Kellyanne to go into elimination because they're team UK and they're trying to keep their alliance strong, which makes sense. But there's like this whole other side of the house, Tori, Casey, bananas, etc., who um, wants to only say the names that they've already said so that they don't have a target on their back. And that's kind of what ends up happening. We're still pretty early on at this point. This is only the second elimination. So I do understand why that happened. Um, but the house ends up deciding that they want Kellyanne and Tristan and Jody and Ben Ha 
to um, be the names that the um, the winners have to vote for. But I thought one thing that was really interesting here is that Amber and Troy, they vote for Tristan and Kellyanne, and then they, like, burn their vote on Sarah and Theo because Amber is close with Naya, and she wants to respect what Naya wants. And I think that, like, as somebody who has been, like, told that they are a liar and a backstabber and they're not playing the game right by, like, all these different people in previous seasons, I am loving seeing the side of Amber because yes. it's just, like, who she really is, and I just – I love it. I I love that moment when she did the, the vote how she wanted to vote. And I thought it was actually really smart because she needs to start making other alliances because these other people just shit on her every season. So why is she going to go with what they want? She needs right. to start making friendships. So I thought it was really smart. I really love that. And then Jody votes for Jordan. And she says that she's voting for Jordan because... It would hurt Tori more than saying her name. Yes, that was so good. <laughs> I, I really love. love it. I mean, I don't even like dislike Tori and Jordan like a lot of people do. Um, but I still like appreciate and respect like the the malice behind it. Hmm. And I just, I don't know. I really, I really enjoyed it, honestly. I'm, Jody is, I thought Jody was super boring. Like, she's always kind of like had this, like, I don't know, kind of like, no, com I don't have confidence story, like, kind of boring to me. So this season, I'm really enjoying her. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been a big Jody fan. Yeah. But I'm, I'm liking her this season. And, um, I think it's really interesting because I feel like at least when she was on All Stars 2, it seemed like her biggest alliance member, like her number number one person was Derek. So to see her without Derek too, I thought, you know, like maybe that's even helping her a little because Derek is too close to everybody with the podcast, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't, yeah, Derek, I don't like watching Derek play the game anymore. I really don't. He's too, he's too close and he doesn't want to like, break any um ties because he like wants yep. everybody to like respect him he wants everybody to go to challenge mania lives he wants everybody to come on the podcast which is respectable because that's his main source of income it makes sense but um it it doesn't make him the most exciting player to watch i couldn't agree exactly that you just summed up why i kind of am not enjoying watching him lately so we get to the elimination. The elimination is called Oiled Up. Um, Abby, do you want to talk about the elimination? Yeah, I'm going to have to pull up your notes, though, because I do not remember it at all. So it's um, Jody and Ben Ha, right? Oh. And Naya and... Yeah, but this is the one that's, like, really interesting because for the first time um the season and on like a um uh like a I don't want to say a main show because it's not but like not one of like the the international spin-offs we have TJ, TJ was gone right yeah yeah I love the Australian host me too 
they are great. Um, but anyways, it was, um, I think it was called oiled up Mm -hmm. and they had to get oil and put it in a bucket and run up this like really steep ramp and dump it into another bucket or well or something. And the goal was for the ball to rise above the line or so they could pick it up. And then, um, yeah, so people were like, okay, it doesn't look that hard, but the ramp was really steep. Um, oil on joked, um, Naya and Ben, Ben Hall was injured. This, this is what I remember most about it. Poor Ben Hall was, was hurt either from the previous challenge or the week before. It wasn't Ben Hall that was hurt. It was Rodrigo. Rodrigo, Naya's partner. Yes. Thank you. Rodrigo was hurt and bless his heart. He just kept pushing. And I think one of them spilled oil at one point and it just made their platform so slick. Mm -hmm. And, but they were right there with Jody and Ben Hall, but Jody and Ben Hall ended up winning. And I don't know. I was, I was torn because of course y'all know how much I love Naya. I thought Rodrigo had the biggest heart, but Ben Hall seems amazing too. I don't really like Jody, but she's kind of taking a stance against the other side that I don't like. So I was just, I don't know. I was kind of fine with either one winning. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, Naya, Naya and Rodrigo lost and they're gone. But again, there's another non-champion who's out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Kelly Ann, I feel like showed me in this episode that I was wrong about her. In the beginning of the season, I was pretty vocal about saying that I thought that Kelly Ann and Nelson didn't belong on the season. But Kelly Ann's dramatics kind of show me that like, and the way that she's, like, navigated, she's won an elimination. Um, I feel like she um, is maybe the one that, like, I understand a little bit more why she got cast. And it makes complete sense to me why Nelson and Naya were the first two out. Yep. I think Naya has it in her that if she trains, she could definitely eventually be a champion. But in, like, the state that she's in right now, not having trained for it, um not really being in you know like that physical shape that you need to be able to run and win a final um I think that this made a lot of sense because the people who are still there are champions most of them with the exception of Kellyanne and Theo Theo's not even on the show it's so weird (laughs) no I haven't seen anything from him yeah um which also makes sense because he's not a champion um but okay so who is your mvp and your lvp i don't remember who did i tell you i don't even remember who i picked i know i didn't pick naya because i refused to but i don't remember okay abby so your mvp was wes and your lvp was tori do you remember why I don't know, probably because she was annoying at some point in this episode. <laughs> I think that's enough of a reason. Um. Okay, so my MVP this episode was Jody. Um. She did really well 
in that um, daily. She won the elimination. She stood up for herself in the nominations. She had that jab at Tori and Jordan. She's going against the grain. And that's why I gave my MVP to Jody. But I you know did what? That's a really good. I kind of want to go back and watch this episode because I do not really remember any of that. I mean, obviously, I remember her winning the elimination, but I think it's because I've been tuning her out for so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's easy to do. Yep. I, I can see that. But I think that this was really her episode, to be completely honest. Um, but I gave an honorable mention to Danny and Grant. I really wanted to give Danny my MVP, but. Um, I didn't think that he was quite, you know, like, deserving of it. Like, he didn't win the daily. He didn't get his way in the boats. He didn't, like, he had the ideas there, but he wasn't able to execute it yet. So I think he'll definitely be getting some MVPs in the future. But I gave Danny and Grin an honorable mention this episode. And then I had... Spoiler alert, he's my MVP for the next episode. (laughs) And then I gave my LVP to Naya unfortunately oh Naya she just wasn't wasn't there she's just not at the caliber as the rest of them I'm sorry yeah I uh Christina I had the same MVP and LVP as you um Jody and Naya I accidentally I was thinking of the wrong episode I wrote Tristan but it was Jody because I went back on my text with you um so my MVP was Jody and my LVP was Naya for the same exact reasons you had. Um, I didn't want to give it to Naya either, but she is the reason they lost the daily and then they lost the elimination. So I don't know. I had to do it. Yeah, agreed. So moving in to episode five of the world championship. One thing that um, I thought was interesting in the very beginning, you know, like everybody is is talking about themselves, their gameplay. We have these like introductions to people and um, Zara talks about having dyslexia. And that's just like another real thing, like um, learning disability, mental health type, you know, like thing that, I mean, I know it's not mental health, but like it's just like, I feel like it's in that category of things that we don't hear about on reality TV. And I'm just like so happy that they're talking about her learning disability because it's real and there's so many people in this world that deal with it. Yep. I, I missed that part, guys. Sorry. Um, and then after that, we get into like the Emily Grant Kiki stuff. Um, I thought it was funny, like, Grant says that she's carrying on like a pork chop, which they like put at the bottom in like the little like context. Yeah. That means that she's acting like a fool. Um, I, I mean, I thought that I love the Australian slang. I love them. Mm-hmm. I really. Yeah, me too. So people are sensing this like rift between the three of them. And it's really interesting that Troy isn't really a part of this um rift that they're talking about they're clearly more pressed by um kiki than they are by troy but i think like they're also not giving troy any credit either agreed kiki is like the australian amber yeah maybe a little but i think she's better than amber to be honest mitchell she gives me ashley mitchell i can see that 
I mean, she was, like, definitely underestimated, 100%. Like, nobody thought that she was going to win. And that's why everybody's so pressed that she did. But, I mean, come on. The girl, like, cut off her thong with scissors during the final while she's still riding a bike. Like, give her some credit here. That moment of the year, as far as I'm concerned. Listen, I, I, I think she's proving herself on this show, too. Like, it's not like it was, like, a fluke. She's really good. Yeah. Agreed. Completely agree. So then we have like Sarah, Danny, um, talking again about wanting the USA and the Australia team to like stick together to control the game. Um, we see Justine and Casey talking about Nani. This is the first season that Casey's ever done without Nani. We see like Danny, Sarah, Justine, um, and how they're like afraid that they can't trust Ben, um, because of like some shady things that he did in, in, um, the challenge USA. And so we're getting like all this backgrounds to all of these people um, that really like, if you think about all of these intros and everything that I just said, none of these people that they showcased in the beginning of the episode before the daily are any of the legends. We're getting all these other background stories from all of these other people. And I kind of love is, it. Yeah. Which is great. Um, Okay, so do one of you want to talk about this next daily? I love this. Did you guys like this? I like this. Oh, I um, did too. It was called Flying Around. So they had to, there was uh, three different heats, I think, of four people. Um, and they, four teams, I'm sorry. And they had to drink this shake. Um, I, from what I saw, like on Twitter, it was like a vegan shake with like garlic and like all these other flavors in it. Um, and they got penalized if they threw up while they were drinking it and I they like got penalized if they didn't drink it right I, yeah and i love that they got penalized for throwing up okay, can we just talk about how michelle just pronounced that word sorry <laughs> how do you say it christina i say penalized is that not right no, i say penalized, penalized. <laughs> <laughs> out weird too. <laughs> oh I love it um so after they drink this drink uh they have to have one partner get up on this crane and the other partner is throwing rings as they're the other partner is kind of like rotating in circles um and once one partner throws the ring to the partner that's spinning around the partner that's spinning around has to toss the rings into this uh deposit bucket thing um so heat one was wes and zara john a and grant justine bananas kellyanne and tristan and i don't know i need someone to tell me christina did you hear any podcasts because i want to know why did wes and zara not bother to even try to drink the drink so i think that um wes i don't know it doesn't make sense to me because it would make sense if it was, like, more of a timed thing, but it didn't seem like it really was. But, like, I think that the reason that they didn't drink the drink is because he was like, um, we just want to get up there and we're just going to make it up in, in points. We're just going to make it up in rings because we're going to get done first. But the points are what mattered, not the quickness of getting it done. So I think that it was, like, really a misstep on their part, like, 100%. 
that's why I thought there had to be some other reason. I don't know. It was very weird. It was very weird. Um, so they don't drink it. So they get a, a five point penalty. So they're starting out with negative five. So they really needed to make up for it with catching the rings and tossing the rings. And they didn't. They only did two. So their score was negative three at the end of it. Janae and Grant was three. Justina Bananas was 14. And Kellyanne and Tristan was three. I couldn't believe how good of a score Justina Bananas got. Justine is so good. She's so underrated. I, I She really is. And if she keeps coming back, she's going to be a champ someday. I hope so. She would be someone to be rooting for. Um, she's going to be a champ before Nia is. What did you say? Justine is going to be a champ before Nia is. I know I just said that about Nia, too. But yeah, Justine I think going to be a champ before Nia. I think so, too. I think she has it in her. Um, and bana- I would say bananas is really good at this type of shit too. Like he's good at weird things. So I got to give him credit too, even though I don't like to give him credit, but he's really good at this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he too was Jody and Benha, Casey and Ben, Sarah and Theo. Um, they got a, a two point penalty for throwing up, but they did really good with the ring. So they kind of made up for it. And then yes. And Emily also. So the scores ended up being Ben, Ben Han, Jody five, Casey and Ben two. Uh, Sarah and Theo ended up with eight, and that was great because they had that penalty. And yes, and Emily had eight as well. Um, and then we get into heat three. Uh, I loved just like a little side note here. I thought Sarah had like, I mean, I would put this in for maybe like quote of the year, um, because she had this really great quote where she said. I thought we were showing up for the Super Bowl, but we're playing high school ball. And I just was dying laughing when I heard that. I just thought, I mean, Sarah, I'm not quite on the Sarah bandwagon yet, but I'm not hating her. I'm not hating her. I'll say that. I couldn't believe um, Amanda said she's a Sarah fan, too. So I'm not alone on my Sarah bandwagon. I was so happy. Yeah, Michelle has jumped ship. She's now a Sarah fan. And I hate to agree with her. Not that I hate to agree with her, but I hate to agree with her on this topic because Sarah is good TV. Yeah, she is. And she's spicing things up as much as I dislike her as a person. I mean, you've got to think, this is her fifth season of reality TV. She's done five seasons or three seasons of Survivor, two seasons of The Challenge now. And um, she's really showing that she's a good, good reality star. I'm loving it. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Heat Three, I was like, "There's who cares about Heat Three? Clearly, Justine and Bananas won. After I saw Heat Two, I was like, "There's no one who's gonna do better than Justine and Bananas." But in Heat Three, uh, we have Danny and Tori, Jordan and Kaz, uh, Kiki and Darrell, Amber and Troy. For the smoothie part, Amber can't drink it, and uh, I related to this girl so much. When she couldn't drink it and she said she's been sick for weeks. When I was pregnant, the smallest smell of anything would make me so, like, so sick. So I felt so bad for her trying to drink that. Um, Poor Amber. And I, I wonder, like, is this, did she, at this point, did she have any idea she might be pregnant? Like, I want to know more about this. I don't think she knew she was pregnant because um, I don't think she would be competing if she did. Yeah, right. So but, I don't 
But like, I think that a lot of people were sick at the beginning of the season. I don't know if you remember, but like the first couple episodes, like bananas sounded like absolute shit. So yeah, I think he knew there were a lot of people that were sick. And so she probably just thought that she had what everybody else had. You're right. You're right. She probably did. But I was watching this episode with Brent and he like obviously has no idea any of the like what's going on now or anything, you know? And I was like, oh, poor Amber threw this up, like just lost these seven points because she's pregnant and she doesn't know it. Yeah. Now, what I didn't like, I'll tell you right now, what I didn't like about this is that she got negative seven. So you're telling me you're going to give someone more of a penalty for failing and trying than not even trying at all. Well, I think that it's because she threw up and she didn't finish it. Oh. But that's what I mean, because Wes only got five, negative five. For not finishing it. Right. Because he didn't even the same five point penalty deduction for not finishing it, but then she also got the two because she threw up, right? But I don't think that's fair because Wes didn't even try, yeah, whatever. But I was really mad because I'm like, oh, Amber and Troy are gonna come in last now, and like, I I was like, I hate this, but they didn't, so that was good. They didn't even get second to last, yeah, right? So Derek actually gave them, um his MVP on their Patreon because because they didn't get they weren't in the last two places and they came back from that negative seven points so like we don't know how many points they actually got but they got more than two which means that they got at least nine rings or nine ten rings so yes and I thought that was really cool. And I wish we knew how much they got. Why didn't we get to see the scores of these people? That upset me. Like, even if they did it quickly at the end. Yeah, I, I think they should have done that at the end. Make drama, but whatever. So Kiki and Darrell win. Do we know how many rings they got? I don't think so. Right? No, more than 14. So they got more than 14. Kiki was a star. She was so good at throwing the rings to him. It was and really nice. was she good at throwing the rings, but did you see her down that drink like it was nothing? It was oh, yeah. like it was water, orange juice. Like, right. oh, Kiki is a star. She is my favorite. I love her. She's my new fave. Hopefully, I, I, she can align with some of my faves in the future. She needs to tr- go on to the, the main show. She has to. She just has to. I she's. I think she's really, like, it's weird how some people are really good at the show and the, the games and the things on the show. She's one of those people that just seems to be good at everything almost so far. Mm-hmm. I love her. Uh, Kiki and Darrell win. So, and uh, Zara and Wes ended up coming in last. So if, I don't know. The, and the other team in the bottom, who was the other team in the bo- bottom? Was that Ben and Casey? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben for the other team in the bottom. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so Johnny and Grant kind of volunteered to be nominated if, if, and only if Jordan and Kaz are the other nomination, um, because they know that like they have the votes behind them and they want Jordan and Kaz to be the ones that go in against West and Zara because they want it to be UK versus UK, which again, makes sense. So Everybody is very divided when it comes to nominations. Um, Like half the house wants Kaz and Jordan. The other half wants Yes and Emily. Um, There are people who want 
John A. and Grant. There are people who um, want Casey and Ben. I mean, it, this nomination is just all over the place. And it ends up being a stale. Honestly, I watched it twice because I was so confused. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This part of the episode. Well, yeah, everybody was voting for, like, different people. And then um, if you haven't seen, go look up Danny's Twitter. It's probably on his Instagram, too. I don't know. But go look up his Twitter. He has this, like, um, video that he made of, like, last week somebody or Jordan burning a vote. And Johnny Bananas is like, this is what you call a burn vote. And, like, whatever. And it's just, like, nothing, basically. And then you flip to this week and you have Bananas being like, um, when you burn vote, it really is going to bite you in the ass. And this is what's going to get you sent in. And it's because, like, people aren't agreeing with him. Danny and Tori are on, like, the complete opposite page. Tori makes this, like, stupid comment about, like, if your ex-fiance was here, I wouldn't vote in your ex-fiance. And it's like, dude, like, okay, I have a friend who I'm, uh, I, I have an ex who I'm friends with. But, like, first of all, like, you're not doing a good job of convincing me that Jordan is just your friend. If Jordan was just your friend, A... You wouldn't still be sleeping with him. You wouldn't be flirting with him. You wouldn't be doing these weird things that you're doing every episode. You wouldn't be sleeping in bed naked together like we saw last season if he was just your friend. Right? Wait, they're still sleeping together? Um, Those are the rumors of the season, yeah. Oh. So. Whatever. If my ex-husband was on a reality show with me, I'd be like, vote him out. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I understand, like, being friends with an, with an ex because, I, I mean, I, I am friends with an ex. But the thing is, is that, like, I don't even call that ex my ex most of the time. I call him my friend because, to me, in this stage of life, he is my friend. And that's all he is. And I don't want it to get twisted. And she's not drawing that line of friendship and she's like my ex-fiance my ex-fiance like trying to like establish that they have this like super strong bond and it's just like it's not convincing to me it's not believable to me and I um understand that they have a really strong bond but like honestly like y'all just need to get back together because you're not convincing anybody that you're not I don't know. Yeah. I just, I just, no. I, there's, they, 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 well, it's just so annoying. And then I don't, can someone explain to me, this is what I'm missing. Danny's vote at the end when he voted for Kellyanne and Kristen and Jody and Benha, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone's, give, I, I keep seeing all over social media people giving Danny so much shit. Like, oh, you made a tie. You like, you can't do that. You don't know how to play the game. Like, people are giving him so much shit. But isn't the reason it was a tie because Tori wouldn't agree to vote in Jordan and Cass? So, I mean, he—that's what he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But she, right? Yeah, Danny finally took a stand. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. And also, like, I'm not mad about the stalemate. And I'm, I'm not, not either. People, I have an alternate universe when I'm reading these comments. I don't know. Okay, yeah, I thought that was fun and exciting and different. And she finally and nobody put his knows what down. happened. Now that it's me. 
it's refreshing that he wasn't afraid to do it because every season everyone's so afraid of what's gonna happen he wasn't even afraid he just did it he wasn't afraid like refreshing yeah i agree and then we get to the scene right after nominations that i believe is probably michelle's favorite scene (laughs) (laughs) oh god is it am i right yeah i i did crack up i loved it i don't remember it what Sarah and Emily make fun of the Tori and Jordan engagement. Oh, yeah. Okay. With the fake rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really funny. And and you know what? It's the other thing. I see people being like, Sarah's a mean girl. It's so like, disrespectful. Like, what? This is reality TV. Do you remember when people were throwing people's luggage in the pool? Like, this is nothing. <laughs> They're not making fun of Tori and Jordan being engaged at one point, they're making fun of the fact that they're holding it hostage over everyone as w- how everyone else needs to play the game. That's what they're yeah, making. Exactly what they're yes. doing. That's such a good way of putting it. Like, I don't know. So I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I, I knew you would. Um, and I, I can see why Sarah and Emily get along. I can see them being friends. <laughs> yeah. I Yes, totally. 100%. And of course, you like stand both of them, Michelle. Isn't it? I, I know. I'm not going to be a Sarah stan because I just like, I hated her on Survivor. I just am right. by her. <laughs> you can appreciate what she brings to the game. Yeah. Without standing her, you know? Yes. So then we get to the elimination ring, and we know that Wes and Zara are down there, but because it's a sailmate, we don't have two teams to choose from. So TJ says that since they couldn't nominate two teams, the winning team gets to choose any team to go in. And then it's a cliffhanger. We don't know what happens. We'll find out next week. My MVP, I've been pretty vocal about, if you can't guess, was Kiki. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, for all the reasons that I've said this episode, she downed that drink. She won that challenge. She is standing up against the Australians who are against her, but she's still not, like, completely turning her back on them because she knows that it's, like, not in the best interest of her game. She's playing such a great game. I am loving her, loving it, and um, she was my MVP. My LVP was Wes because he was an idiot. Yeah. Like, he literally put himself into elimination by not drinking that drink. Yeah. Yeah. He was my LVP. Yeah, he was my LVP as well. Because that was just a dumb decision for someone who's so smart. <laughs> who's the smartest man in the world. Yeah, I agree. And then um, I gave an MVP honorable mention to Danny. Because similar to last week, I just think that um, he's really running this game like he, in, in a way that gives me like, um, like challenge vibes that we haven't been seeing in the last previous seasons and i'm just i'm loving what he's bringing bringing to the table standing up against tori and that nomination um really wanting jordan to go in i just i just i gave it to danny um so he, he's my, yeah he's my official mvp even though i do love kiki and she killed it but for all the reasons you just said yeah, me. I I put uh, Danny for my MVP, but Kiki would be my honorable mention too. For sure. 
it was I don't know between the two of them it was hard to decide but I had to give it to Danny because I don't know I he entertained me a little bit more and what about your LVP Michelle uh what well, I had West too West, West sucked West he blew it yeah if, of course like we couldn't see West go into elimination they had to give him one more episode yay <laughs> happen now the next episode is going to be elimination and then daily or we're all going to be out, out of whack now i don't like that i know i know same and like isn't this supposed to only be 12 episodes like we've only had two teams go home so far we're on episode five i just i don't i'm not seeing how this map adds up personally well, maybe, maybe they're going to do two eliminations next week maybe i don't know somehow i've not been spoiled on this either i do not no. know who wins and i do not know how the elimination goes, but I know I I was okay with the last cliffhanger, but it being Wes and Zara, since I love them both, I had to know who went in against them. So I found out somebody told me um what somebody. oh yeah it was you <laughs> yes I was like do you know what happened I, exactly. I I need to know I can't I can't wait a week so we'll talk about it. We will talk about it because I have some thoughts. But we can't get into that now. I, yeah, I'm i saving my thoughts as well. I have some thoughts as well. Okay, so do we have any th final thoughts on this episode before we wrap up? No, just that I agree with what you said at the beginning. I'm loving both these seasons. These have been very Survivor and The Challenge. It's been I've been looking forward to watching them and not like putting them off. As soon as I'm able to watch them, I do. Because mm -hmm. it's been really intriguing good entertainment yeah i totally agree okay well thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we will see you soon